Five defensive players are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame representing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but only one of them can be the best. Who that is and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this Friday episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day thank you so much for making locked on bucks your first listen of the day every day and of course if you are on youtube don't forget you can subscribe or like for free and follow wherever you get your podcast on audio platforms as well and if you are on youtube please throw this episode a like it will help other buccaneers fans find the show just like you did and a special thank you to all of our everydayers coming through on a regular basis like you do we greatly appreciate all of you but our everydayers, we appreciate you just a little bit more because we appreciate you every single day. I'm your host for today's episode, David Harrison. You can find me on Twitter at dharrison82, and you can find me writing for BucksGameDay.com, where I am a credentialed member of the media covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My normal co-host, I say normal, even though this dead period has been anything but normal, but James Yarko can be found at BucksNation.com or on Twitter at jarko underscore Bucks. Uh, so you can also find him there, of course. Also, another credential member of the media covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's doing it for SB Nation here with you uh, on occasion here during the dead period. I appreciate all of you for sticking with us. The The dead period has been crazy, topsy-turvy. James is starting a new job. I'm trade. I'm traveling out to New York uh, for random reasons, and just everything's kind of going haywire. But we got training camp coming up very soon, and things will stabilize just a little bit uh, once that happens. Our weekly recap in a new segment to end the week today, a top 10 all Buccaneers conversation coming up. But first, we're going to start with the best of the best Buccaneers ever who reside or are soon to reside in the case of Rondé Barber in Canton, Ohio forever. That is a, a discussion that 33rd team recently took on trying to identify the best Hall of Fame player from all 32 NFL franchises. And for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they picked defensive lineman legend lee roy selman and the timing couldn't be perfect i mean we had the the release or uh i don't say announcement but the unveiling i guess of the cream school uniforms all the throwback uh work being done by the buccaneers social media staff and in-house uh media staff which by the way amazing work still the tampa bay buccaneers in-house media staff and social media continues to be the best in the national football league uh bar none but 33rd team says that lee roy selman is the best buccaneers hall of fame player in the Hall of Fame and says, quote, the first of their superb defensive players, Leroy Selman made his game wrecking mark despite spending his first 26 pro games on the losing side. Yuck. The yuck is not a quote. The yuck is me. I added that. Continuing with the quote, by his third NFL season, the Buccaneers were making a turnaround and he was considered among the top defensive linemen in the sports. He made six consecutive Pro Bowls and in 1979 was the defensive player of the year. End quote. Leroy Selman, certainly we all know him by reputation, if not by uh, experience. One of the great defensive players in the history of the NFL, certainly uh, this franchise. Selman played nine years for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 1976 to 1984, which means I was two years old when he took 
uh, his final snap of the NFL. Went to the Pro Bowl six times, six straight times, like the narrative said from 33rd team, uh, while making one first-team All-Pro list. In total, he played 121 games and was one of the better defenders in the league all the way up to his retirement in 1986, well, leading up to his retirement in 1986 after missing the 1985 season as he tried to recover from an injury he sustained in the 1984 Pro Bowl. Drew Brees knows that pain all too well. Unfortunately for Leroy Selman, he didn't have uh, the medicine that they have today. After his career was over, Selman's number 63 was retired by the Buccaneers in 1986, and then he was inducted into the team's ring of honor in 2009. Selman was the first Tampa Bay defender to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and three more, Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp, and John Lynch, have all been enshrined since then with another Rondé Barber selected and awaiting his date of enshrinement, which is coming up August 5th of this year. So it's right around the corner, uh, realistically. Now, this could have been an easy selection by the 33rd team. I mean, you're talking about Hall of Fame players across the board, right? You're trying to pick the best, literally, of the best. Uh, and according to Stathead, Warren Sapp leads the team in franchise history in sacks. Derek Brooks leads the franchise in tackles. Rondé Barber leads the franchise in interceptions, passes defense, Pick sixes, pick sixes, and he's second in tackles for loss. And John Lynch is top five in multiple, multiple categories uh, as well. So the Buccaneers, certainly without a, a spoil of riches in players for the 33rd team to discuss and to go through to, to pick the top one from their list. If you want to see the top Hall of Fame player from all 32 NFL franchises, again, head over to 33rdteam.com and you will find it there. But the Buccaneers have no offensive players in Canton. So I'm thinking... Mike Evans, right? He's got to be the best shot this team has in getting one. And, of course, with Mike Evans, you're talking homegrown, right? Now, you, you count Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, then obviously the Buccaneers are going to get two in about five years. So I think that's an interesting conversation that maybe we can have later on down the road. If you have a contribution to that discussion, do Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski truly count as Buccaneers players in the Hall of Fame? I mean, look, you can make a case either way, right? Obviously, they were both mercenaries. But Tom Brady spent three years here. It's not like it was a one and done. And even if it was a one and done, it was a one and done with the Super Bowl. So that, that kind of elevates things, I think, right? Rob Gronkowski, obviously, uh, spent some time here as well. Obviously part of that Super Bowl run. So it's an interesting conversation. Do you guys, you know, when, when Tom Brady, not if, but when Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski go into the Hall of Fame, do you and actually, Gronk, if he's a first round, first ballot guy, which I assume he will be, Gronk will actually be first, right? Uh, if, if they go in, or when they go in, do you consider them the first Buccaneers offensive players in the Hall of Fame? I mean, technically they will be because they'll have you know the Patriots and the Buccaneers on their on their placards or, or whatever they call them. Uh, or is Mike Evans kind of your quote unquote first uh, offensive player? I can't think of another offensive player off the top of my head that might be uh, a candidate, but I'm sure I'm probably missing somebody. Let me know what you think, and, and James, we can talk about that the next time you're on. But before any of those guys get in, there could be another former member of the franchise getting into the Hall of Fame because former general manager Rich McKay is one of 60 semifinalists in the senior and coach slash contributor categories for the 2024 Hall of Fame class. Uh, McKay GM the Buccaneers from 1994 to 2003, helped the team to 86 wins in that stretch, winning two division titles, making five trips to the postseason, and winning a Super Bowl, of course. Next up, 12 of the senior players and 12 of the coach contributors will become finalists. That's coming out on July 27th, so we'll keep you updated on that if McKay uh, continues to move forward in the process. So, But next, from Hall of Fame to all-time Buccaneer greats, we're going to talk about our top 10 list that's coming up next on today's episode of Locked on Bucks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
And we're going to have that conversation thanks to our friends and our partners at eBay Motors who have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks every week, all season long. Whether you're preparing for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And if you have the number one pick in your fantasy league draft, then you would be super, super bold by going with a wide receiver with that pick. If you're going to take a wide receiver with the number one pick, there's only one guy Vinny recommends to be that guy, and that is Minnesota Vikings star Justin Jefferson, who, Vinny says, about went on the clock for the first overall pick in the 2023 fantasy draft. It's okay to get downright giddy about doing the gritty. That means picking Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson is a guaranteed fit. Over the past two seasons, Jefferson led the league in both receptions and receiving yards. He will remain a dominant number one and target monster. Jefferson is a guaranteed fit to ignite the rest of your fantasy football lineup toward winning success. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. The same goes for your vehicle. With eBay guaranteed fit, over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle are right at your fingertips. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it. eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thanks again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen of the day every day or your first view of the day every day if you're watching over on YouTube. And again, a special thank you to all the everydayers out there who are coming through on a consistent basis, even during the dead period and even during james's and i's wonky wonky schedules before players can make it to the hall of fame they first have to become franchise greats right so let's talk about some of those franchise franchise greats we got an email from our guy jt in texas who shared his top 10 buccaneers of all time rankings so i want to dive into those first and then uh, i hit up james even though he is uh slacking on this episode not here with me to help out i went ahead and asked him for his top 10 uh, Buccaneers list, and then I'm going to give you the correct top 10 list at the end, my own. But let's start with JT, who certainly gave it a uh, a good go. JT, I will I will give you credit for that. And looking at JT's top 10 Buccaneers of all times, he is starting off with uh, Hall of Famers galore, of course, and, and that's to be expected, I think, right a little bit. Linebacker Derek Brooks, uh, number 55 in your program, number one in JT's heart leads things off again the uh franchise leader in tackles and you know up there in rankings obviously and so many other things and of course the franchise leader i think in leadership most likely uh number two is warren Sapp, big number 99 number three leroy selman the uh legendary buccaneers player that 33rd team just identified as the best hall of famer in buccaneers history number four is cornerback ronde barber number five is safety john lynch so you have one, two, three, four, five, going chalk, Hall of Famers from top to bottom. So if you see John Lynch around, let him know that JT in Texas thinks that he is the worst Hall of Famer in Buccaneers history. Just kidding. 
Uh, Mike Evans, current player, wide receiver, uh, Randy Moss, record breaker, Jerry Rice, record pursuer, is number six. Number seven, linebacker, Levante David, uh, someone who certainly gets not enough credit outside of Tampa and outside of the Buccaneers fan base. So I'm happy to see JT giving Levante some love here. Number eight, Mike Allstott, uh, the A-train, a, a person who had his own cameo in the uh, the Buccaneers creamsicle video. If you haven't seen that, go check that out. Number nine, Simeon Rice, uh, a guy from that Super Bowl team in the early 2000s that a lot of people think should get some Hall of Fame recognition and quite frankly doesn't get enough. Uh, and uh, honestly, it may be dwindling even more. And the number 10, Gerald McCoy, a player uh, – I'm not going to lie. I didn't really admit or I didn't really expect to see on this list when we uh, when we when we got this whole thing started. When I first got the uh, the email from JT and I saw the title said top 10 Buccaneers, I did not expect to see Gerald McCoy on there. Not that. Oh, I shouldn't say it that way. Not that I was saying there's no way Gerald McCoy is on there. Just name that when I saw it, I kind of went, oh, yeah, Gerald McCoy. Uh, that's an interesting pick and a good one uh, for sure. Certainly a good pick, JT. I appreciate your list. Now let's move on to James Yarko and his incorrect attempt at matching JT's energy here. James starts off his list. Again, we have Derek Brooks at the top. Look, you can't make a wrong pick if you're putting Derek Brooks at the top necessarily. But of course, uh, Leroy Selman, James's second ranked Buccaneer would be number one, according to 33rd team. And then third, he's got Mike Evans. So this first active player comes as the third best player. So obviously, if James has Mike Evans as his third best Buccaneer, top 10 Buccaneer, then he obviously thinks that Mike Evans is headed towards Canton, Ohio, right? Uh, fourth is Rondé Barber, Curtin Hall of Famer. Uh, fifth, Warren Sapp. Sixth, John Lynch. So again, the, the five Hall of Famers are right up there on James's list, just like they were JT's, but he's got Mike Evans inserted there. And obviously, they have a little bit of a different order. Uh, John Lynch, once again, coming in last among the hall of famers so you know let make sure if you're out in the uh, san francisco area you let john know that jt and james both hate him um tom brady number seven so i think james just answered his answer for the question of when tom brady goes to the hall of fame is he a buccaneer in the uh emotional i don't know sentimental sense i think that uh james obviously just answered that because if tom brady's going to be number one of your top 10 buccaneers of all time then he's certainly going to be considered a buccaneer in your heart of football hearts Going to the Hall of Fame, number eight, Levante David getting some more love here. Number nine, James Wilder, a player that I was a little surprised not to see on JT's list. A lot of people pounding the table for James Wilder to get some more attention and respect, uh, not just the league and, and national media, but from the team uh, as well. Uh, let's get that man in the ring of honor. Number 10, Mike Allstott. So Mike Allstott making both lists here. So James giving it a good go, right? Doing uh, Doing the good effort here coming through to add some contributions to today's episode, even though he couldn't have his smiling face on the screen for you. But I'm going to give you the right answer now. I'm going to give you the right answer for the top 10 Buccaneers of all time. And, you know, every dares, you got to know there's a, there's a little bit of a difference coming with my list versus JT's versus James's. I'm giving you my favorite Buccaneers. I'm not really going top 10. I think JT and James pretty much nailed it. I think, you know, you, you might swap some names here, but I think obviously Tom Brady's got to be on there. James Wilder is a name I'm happy to see on there. Levante uh, getting the love. Mike Evans getting the love. And, and don't get me wrong. Some of those players are going to be on my list as well. But this isn't necessarily my top 10 Buccaneers from like a franchise contributions, play style and all that stuff. Sense. This is just if, if you ask me to name the top 10 Buccaneers 
If I had an opportunity to watch 10 Buccaneers play football again one more time, if they're not active or see them again, if they are still active, uh, these are the 10 names I would tell you I would want to see. And it all gets started with Ron Day Barber, number 20 in your programs, number one in your heart should be anyway. My favorite cornerback of all time, my favorite Buccaneer of all time. Uh, when I retired from the United States Army, I actually got uh, a gift from one of my former or uh, one of my military mentors. And it was a signed Ronde Barber football, and it is something that uh, I cherish to this day uh, greatly because Ronde Barber was that guy, uh, that dude before that dude was the thing that people said. Number two, I have Derek Brooks. Okay, so everybody calm down. Derek Brooks certainly getting the love from me as well. Number three, I actually have Mike Allstott there. I think he changed the game a little bit while he was in there. Certainly changed the games he was playing in, right? Number four, I've got Warwick Dunn. So there's a guy that's not on anybody else's list. And again, does he make the top 10 of all time list of Buccaneers? Probably not. He didn't spend his entire career uh, in Tampa. Not even, I don't even, actually, he might've spent more years in Atlanta than he did Tampa. I'm not hundred percent sure without looking it up, but work done. Uh, long story short, he was my favorite running back coming out of college. When he came out, him going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is actually one of the things that made me pay attention to the Buccaneers as a young football fan for the first time. So work done, always going to have a special place uh, in my heart. And I got to see him play live in Denver when I was a youngster. Uh, they came and played the Broncos. Unfortunately, the Broncos won that game. Fun fact, Scott Smith was actually working for the team in attendance. I was a kid in the stadium watching that game. Uh, of course, Scott and I have become uh, somewhat of friends since then. Uh, so interesting fact there. I don't know if you're interested by that. I thought it was interesting. John Lynch uh, is number five for me ahead of Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. Not that I don't have any love for Warren Sapp, but John Lynch, a hard-hitting safety man. How do you not love a little bit of that. I've got Levante David on mine as well at seven. I've got Mike Evans on mine as well. He's at number eight. And then I've got Cadillac Williams. And if you can't tell the running back is one of my favorite positions, that should probably give you the evidence. I still stand by the assertion that if Cadillac Williams doesn't have those injuries, he might go down as one of the best running backs in this franchise's history. And you know what? I'm going to say it. He could go down as one of the better running backs in NFL history. And then, you know it, James, calm down. I got to throw an Ohio State guy out there. Number 10, Joey Galloway, if I if you could understand the excitement that I had when I found out that Joey Galloway was going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, uh, you would you would totally understand that as well. So again, a little bit different, a little bit different methodology to my top ten list, but I think some good lists. If you have your own top ten Buccaneers of all time, however you want to do it, you know what I mean. Um, uh, look, James Wilder, Leroy Selman, yes, franchise greats. I never saw them, so that's why I left them off my list because uh, I have a little bit of connection to each of these guys. Uh, from seeing them play or from, you know, something else uh, of the like. So that's my list. Share your list in the YouTube comments or hit us on Twitter. Email them if you want to uh, as well. We'll share some over the, the next weeks or so. But speaking of weeks, we're going to look at the week that was here on the Locked On Bucks podcast, what we talked about and perhaps what you missed. That is coming up next on Locked On Bucks. <laughs> A new segment here on Locked on Bucks, a weekly recap segment. We're going to send you into the weekend, reminding you of all the great content that we've dropped here this week so you can either relive it or if you haven't checked it out, you can go back and check it out. And if you didn't get to it yet, uh, you certainly still have time. And, you know, maybe you thought of something since these episodes aired. If you're an everydayer and you want to drop it in the comments now about that episode to tell us how wrong we were, how right we were, or how you thought of something additional to something we talked about. Uh, what have you on Monday? We kicked off the week with our pre-training camp offensive and defensive line position group previews uh, started it off while we do with the position group previews, a starting lineup uh, depth chart sort of projection for training camp. Some interesting 2022 stats and facts 
about the offensive line group. And then we moved into our two burning questions, one on the offensive line, one on the defensive line before wrapping it up by looking at some rankings from uh, about the group from around the interweb. Then on Wednesday, James and Evan Klosky were back for WTSP. Wednesday, 10 Tampa Bay talked about Tristan Wirfs's bold claim that the Bucks are going to be 12 and 5 this season and the biggest training camp battles outside of the quarterback position. Then on Thursday, James was joined uh, by Tyler Dunn of GoLongTD.com to talk about his feature on Carlton Davis and how he is a Baker believer in that story or that feature on Carlton Davis, certainly getting a lot of traction. I know BucksGameDay.com did like two or three articles on it, I do believe. So, and then of course this week, this episode, rather, we're talking about the greats, right? We're talking about the best Hall of Famer of all time, how he stacked up Leroy Selman did to the other Buccaneers Hall of Famers, looking at a potential future Hall of Famer and Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, and Rich McKay. And then JT, James, and I gave you our top 10 Buccaneers of all times. Again, I gotta be a little bit extra, so I put my little twist on that. And that's gonna wrap up this week of Locked On Bucks. Four episodes for you this week. Uh, I think next week we're we're shooting for another four uh, episodes as well. Don't quote me on that, but we are going to do our best to get you as much content as we can as we get ramped up for training camp. Until then, I want to make uh, I want to thank you again for making Lockdown Bucks your first listen or your first view today and every day. And again, our everyday or special thank you to you for coming through all the time like you do. Any questions, rankings, comments? You want to tell me I'm wrong for putting Joey Galloway in my top ten? Drop them in the YouTube comments, email them to lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com or DM us at lockedonbucks on Twitter. For James Yarko, I'm David Harris. Until we speak again, make sure you're checking out everything going on over at bucksgameday.com and bucksnation.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dharrison82 and at jyarko underscore bucks and at lockedonbucks. And of course, if you're out, out and about this weekend, please be safe. Be kind to one another. Fire those cannons, and we thank you for joining us right here on Locked on Bucks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.